Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today we are diving into the Pitta Dosha. So if you are um, brand new to the podcast, welcome. I'm Andrea Clausen. I'm an Ayurvedic wellness counselor, a 500-hour yoga teacher, and an Ayurvedic postpartum doula. So one of the things that I really wanted to tap into, I guess, this year on the podcast is to get into the nitty gritty of what Ayurveda means in an everyday lifestyle. And I know last week I said I might not do every week, but I might, I think I, I think I will. So I only say that, I mean, it's totally the Pitta. I am a Pitta dosha through and through. Um, I do tend to go out of balance in my Vata, but I am a Pitta. I like to have to-do lists to get things done, to plan everything that we're going to chat about today is me and is a good chunk of my clients. So I am very excited to dive into this dosha because it's one I know I'm very, very familiar with, um, both personally and with many, many of the clients that I work with. So if you are brand new to it, I would go back and listen to the Vata dosha episode that came out the week before. So um, if you just go back on the podcast, you can find that because I broke down a little bit more about what the doshas are, what Ayurveda is. And I just want to kind of dive right in this week into Pitta and really explore what, what, what is a Pitta? What does Pitta mean? So when I say I have many people who are, who are Pitta doshas, I would say a good 80% are, you know, maybe with a little bit, 20%, maybe Vata, very, very few Kapha clients do I work with. Um, and if it's Kapha, it's a secondary Kapha, which is a little bit different than having your primary dosha be the Kapha dosha. So Pitta's, it's like a love letter I'm going to kind of talk about today because I understand all of these qualities and the intensity that can come from the Pitta dosha. And sometimes we can be super intense for people. Um, sometimes we are the people who you're like, how come nobody else can get their stuff together like I can? That is a legit Pitta thing. So if you're at work and you're like, why doesn't anyone else keep up or why can't they um, produce at the same rate? It very much is so because they're probably not Pitta. That's probably not a big part of their um, makeup. So if we think about a Pitta dosha, we think about those people who are potentially the CEOs. Um, engineers are probably a lot of Pitta doshas because they have to get things done and they have to do things precisely. They are intense. They are rule followers. Um, Pitta doshas are kind of what makes the world go round in a sense but they can also make the world go round and not the most positive experience. Um, I would say in general, we have a very Pitta imbalanced world. And we'll talk a little bit about what that means um, when we go into depth here, because the Pitta is associated with that fire and water elements. And when we think about fire is the main one, you know, it's transformative, it's hot, it's sharp, it's intense. And so we do need that water side of pitta to have a balanced pitta dosha, aka a pitta person. Because if we are too much relying on that heart, hot, sharp, intense, transformative fire, we miss the magic of that water, the cooling side, the flowing side, the sometimes more relaxed side. So we need to have that, or we have a really um, intense human. And we've probably all know that person, you know, we've probably all been around someone who you're like, Whoa, they just need to chill out. You know, they might be someone who are constantly stressed and don't know how to relax. 
I'm thinking of the scene in the family stone. If anyone, I love watching that movie every Christmas um, with Jessica, Sarah, Jessica Parker. And um, is it Luke Wilson? And when they're sitting in the booth and he tells her to relax and she has her hands behind her head at the booth. And she was like, I am. And she doesn't look relaxed at all. That is very much a Pitta person. You know, it's someone who struggles to, to find that pause, to really press, to press like the off button, you know, they're used to being on and they don't like that off feeling. And I say that only when they're out of balance because a Pitta in balance can hit off. You know, I am very much someone who I had to learn how I had to really learn how to embrace that and to know that resting is okay. These are also the people I grew up this way. You know, if we were, if we lay down on the couch, if we pause to just watch TV, my mom would be like, are you sick? You know, we were just constantly taught to be going, to be doing, we can't sit still and just do nothing. Those are often a pitta, um, a, a pitta in, you know, not necessarily for my mom, cause my mom is more Kafic in nature, but that was the way she kind of brought us up. Um, because I'm sure that's the way she was brought up is that's, it, that's what was expected. You worked hard. You didn't relax. Um, so we sometimes have some programming we have to shift out of, and it can take work, um, and it can be intense. So when we think about this, some of the qualities or the gunas of the pitta, hot, sharp, light, liquid, mobile, and oily. So we also think of, um, inflammation is a big thing. When I see inflammation in people, I think we have a pitta imbalance. Um, we have acne now acne can sometimes be just like, Hey, it's, it's a pitta thing. That's not necessarily case. You know, all three doshas can, are, are capable of producing different types of acne, but yes, a lot will fall under that, that pitta. Cause again, it's the excess oil, the excess mobility. Um, so we are really thinking about, again, the redness, like any red rashes, those are usually a pitta quality. Um, that hot temper, the quick to anger, the judgment, those are all can be pitta qualities. Um, but again, they are they are your people who, if you want to get something done, you give it to a pitta and they will they will get it done for you for sure by the deadline. Um, so that, again, there's positives and there's there's negatives. So what about these signs of imbalances versus balance? So again, that imbalance we just talked about, they can be quick to anger. They can be really irritable. These are often people who get hangry. Like they need to make sure they're eating um, their their meals on time or they will get sharp of tongue. Um, inflammation, again, they can be prone to inflammation. This is why I love um, a castor oil pack. I have never done a coconut oil pack, but I have read that that is something that could be beneficial to um, pittas, if they're feeling too hot, I personally would say I still, um, err on the side of castor oil. Maybe I would do coconut oil in the summer for a pitta client who might be really out of balance with their pitta. But in general, if I'm going to do a castor oil pack, I'm, I'm going to probably use castor oil for, for all dosha imbalances because castor oil pack is great for the liver. And the liver is something that if a pitta is imbalanced, often the liver is also, um, affected. And so you have excess, um, you're, you're not processing. So the liver filters things. And so when we think about that with a pitta dosha, if they're not filtering emotions, which is something that's very common with pittas is they don't like to always feel their feelings. They're not processing things. Then that liver could get stuck and stagnant. And that's where those castor oil packs can help with that as well. Uh, digestive issues with pittas. 
So pittas usually have a pretty strong digestion. Um, they might be the people who have regular bowel movements right away in the morning without needing coffee. But if they are having imbalance, it tends to be loose stools. So it can be when your stools get to be loose. So like the diarrhea, when they can be hot, um, that is all and sharp. That can be a pitta dosha imbalance. But in general, pittas are thought to have a good digestion um, because again, the pitta, it's that fire element. And so as long as they're processing and eliminating and um, able to absorb their food, they will have a strong digestion. So how do you kind of recognize when you're out of balance? This is this can be a tough one. So, so pittas can overanalyze things. And so if you're living in your head and you're just constantly thinking and thinking and thinking, you might have an imbalance going on. So sometimes to be trained to trust yourself and to let go of the science, the research, this is what, um, you know, this study came out. I should be doing this because that's the latest and greatest. That can be, that can be a trap. And so we got to make sure we're in touch with ourselves and with what we know is best for us. And I'll give an example of this with a, a Pitta client of mine um, recently. So she travels a lot. She is very Pitta. She has to be for her job. It's an intense position. And she, again, is traveling. And so with travel also increases Vata. And those would be her two doshas. And so instead of doing a really intense workout at, you know, nine o'clock at night, after she got done with all of her meetings, she was feeling exhausted. She knew she had to drive home the next day. And um, she was already kind of on that cusp of like just that intensity. It needed to be reduced. So she said, you know what, instead of thinking like I normally would have, I should, I just need to get my workout in no matter what, you know, that's just again, that's a Pitta thing. Give it to a Pitta, they'll get it done. If it's on their list, they're going to get it done. Instead, she said, you know what? I, you know, kind of tapped into what you would have told me to do. And I did yoga, which I thought was amazing. It's huge growth. And so some of you listening might be like, that is totally not growth at all. Or that's, you know, what I normally do, but for a Pitta, that's not normally what Pittas do to trust themselves and to release what's on paper. Like on paper, they might have planned three intense workouts. And they will do it no matter what, no matter how their bodies are feeling. But instead, we released the, the shoulds and just trusted that the body needed this instead of the intensity. That is something um, for a pitta to start making those transitions helps the pitta find balance. So that's a that's a great example of the how can I reduce some of that just intensity, but still keep my nature. You know, she still did something. She still moved her body. It just didn't have to be what she originally planned. So when we're looking at pitta and like a lifestyle of a pitta, hot weather can increase the pitta dosha. So summer is the pitta season between the hours of 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. are pitta and then 10 p.m. and 2 a.m. So if we're looking at those hours, the 10 a.m. to 2, that is the time where a lot of people get the their most productive at work. Like for me, that's my most productive time is the 10 and 2. I like to start my like here, sit down and like dive into my actual work, work between those hours. Um, I'm doing, as I'm recording this podcast is between those hours. It's also the time where we want to eat our biggest meal because our digestion is strongest because the sun is usually out between those hours. Um, evening 10 to two, we want to get to bed by 10. And we've all had this happen where we didn't make that 10 PM bed, you know, bedtime. And we stayed up a little later and then we got our second wind. So that's why we suggest to get to bed by 10. So that pitta energy doesn't come into play. Spicy foods can increase the pitta dosha and not in a great way. So we got to make sure that we are not having overly spicy foods. 
stress is common um, and that can increase pitta. And this doesn't just go for pittas, this goes for every dosha. So if you're a vata and you have a lot of, you know, if you're in hot weather and you're eating spicy food and you have a lot of stress, these are factors that are going to, you know, have you increasing pitta dosha, even though you're a vata. And then the final thing is overwork because (laughs) overworking is a pitta imbalance in general. And so no matter your dosha, those are things that you want to kind of keep an eye on if you feel this pitta buildup. Now, when I said the world is kind of that pitta overload is a lot of the things that these, the pitta dosha is, that's what we um, put on a pedestal, you know, working hard, not taking breaks, being able to do it all um, kind of, you know, in a sense, being a martyr um, for yourself. You're not, you're not necessarily advocating, always putting your trust in someone else. You know, if we, we don't, we don't take our intuition as something that should be trusted. We always say, oh, let's trust the expert instead of saying, pushing and saying, Hey, you know what? I don't think those test results are right. Can I get a second opinion? Can I do this other test? I just don't think this is accurate. Um, you know, I'm thinking of like a Hallmark star there. Cameron Matheson did that with his own, um, doctors and found out he had cancer. And he did that because he pushed and he said, no, something's not right. And so making sure that we advocate for ourselves and having that self-trust, that would be um, where we have the pitta imbalance is when we over-rely and overly trust instead of tuning in. So how can we manage that if we have um, a pitta imbalance building? So cooling foods are going to be the first thing to do. So instead of having those spicy hot foods, you want the more cooling, you know, I'm thinking of like cucumbers in the summer, you know, you peel it, you can scoop out the seeds. Those are great for pittas to do both of those things. And then, you know, maybe you dip it in a, uh, like a ranch dressing, if that's your thing. And those, again, they're cooling, but if you have a pitta imbalance, you need that coolness. You have too much sharp, intense and hot things going on. We have to counterbalance it. Um, same thing with, uh, what you're doing with your lifestyle. Where's your self-care? What are you doing to press off at the end of the day? Maybe it's setting work hours. So maybe instead of, you know, working, because it's so easy to work all day long now, just because we have our phones, we have the internet, we can work at home. You have an off switch, you know, especially if you work from home. I was listening to a podcast. I don't remember who was on it, but they were both talking about how they really struggled with, you know, shutting off. They were like, once the pandemic hit, now we're all work from home. And they, they've been work from home since, you know, 2020 they really had to set boundaries because they found it so easy just to be on work mode constantly. That leads to that pitta imbalance. And then hydration, making sure you're staying hydrated. Coconut water is great for pittas. You know, coconut in general, like coconut oil, coconut water, those are things that are cooling in nature for pittas. And then lifestyle practices, stress management. So at the end of the day, what do you do? You know, how do you release your day? For myself, I've been doing a Golden Girls coloring book and I'm loving it. That's my stress reduction. Um, I do my Abhinyanga at night. Maybe you have a favorite show that you turn on. Um, what can you do to kind of shut up, shut down in essence? Because sometimes the brain is always going for pittas. And then any herbs and practices to restore balance. Again, I kind of talked about the cooling um, the coconut oil. And I don't want to do a ton of herbs just because I think it is so individualized and you do need to talk to a practitioner if you want to kind of go down that route. Um, but there are some that are going to be better for pittas than others. And we'll leave it at that. So yoga and the pitta dosha, what about yoga? 
So yoga for the Pitta, they can do any practice. So Pittas love to compete. So anytime you go to a class, if you're a Pitta dosha, make sure you don't compete. Make sure when the teacher says, it's up to you, what are you feeling called to do today? You actually do what you're feeling called to do, not what your neighbor's doing because they did an extra sun salutation. Doesn't mean that you need to, um, because they chose to do an inversion and you're not feeling it that day does not mean that you need to try. So that's something that I would um, suggest for pittas in any class. So a Hatha class would be great. A restore or a yin class would be great if you're feeling imbalanced, but really you just have to be mindful about um, tuning in instead of tuning out. So yoga can be a very beneficial practice for pittas. I think that's how I personally found myself, I guess, back in balance and re- helping release some of this pitta intensity was by going to yoga classes and my yoga teacher training. It really did help me kind of recenter. So if I'm thinking about poses, and if you're a teacher listening, forward bends, back bends on your belly, so like your cobras, twist, extensions of the spine, those are all going to be great for pitta. And then your breath work for pitta. Um, Shitali is one that you can do. Personally, it's not my favorite, which is interesting since I am that pitta. Um, and then I always, I, this is kind of my standby is just inhale in through the nose and just open mouth, exhale out through the mouth. That way it helps reduce some of the heat in the body. So that would be another practice. So finally, um, overall for a pitta, I would really be looking at a mind body connection. How well are you connected to yourself and truly listening to your body? Because that mental state for pittas, it can be in that overanalyze and um, just not wanting to tune in because sometimes we don't want to know what's going on. We don't know want to deal with the inner depths that we know is there, but sometimes we're just like, I don't, I don't want to touch that. Um, that can be a pitta thing. So making sure that we feel our feelings and have someone to share them with. So sometimes pittas can struggle with being vulnerable with people and to truly open up their hearts. And they can keep things surface instead of going deep with people. So finding that depth and finding that connection, I think, can really help um, the pitta doshas. So in general, if you're listening and you're feeling that pitta imbalance, you know, finding those cooling practices. And again, as I said, our our world is kind of in that pitta imbalance because it's easy to do right now. There's just, it can be very charged here in the States. It's an election year. That means it's going to be very charged, probably, you know, come what? July, you know, things are going to be, if, if, if you're not already feeling it already, you know, that's a very charged Pitta energy. Um, you know, it's a, it can be a black or white thinking and it, there's no gray, which I personally, I live in the gray. And so it's, it can be very hard for other people when, when it gets this intense, because it is, it's a lot. And so even if you're not a Pitta dosha, you might be feeling kind of the swirls of the world and the the sharpness of having to have a point or say your opinion about everything online, or you don't stand for anything and all of those things, you get to make those decisions. You don't have to do that, especially if you're not educated on the topic and you don't feel called to put it out there. Those would, those would be something that's going to further imbalance probably this, the world that we're already dealing with. And so really being intentional about, Hey, if I'm going to share, um, maybe these sharp judgment, anger post one that you really stand for that. And that is something that you feel very passionate about for sure. Share it out. But if you're just doing it to, um, you know, put up your flag because 
you think that everyone needs to know that. Mm, I don't know. You know, it can be, it can be circulating more of that imbalances. Um, those are just some things to, to kind of think about and to ponder. Cause if we think about the sattvic rajastic or tamastic approach here in Ayurveda, rajastic is more of the pitta imbalance and it's, it is that anger and where we want to ideally try to move towards that sattvic, which is just a more balanced, calm, um, just really intuitive approach to life. And, um, that would be something to kind of, how do you find that balance and how do you get more towards that sattvic state? What do you need to do to move there? And often for pittas, it's releasing some of the judgment, the intensity. Can we put down the shield that sometimes we're carrying because we think we need to. All right. So that was my, that was my pitta talk. Um, let me know if you have questions. Cause again, the pitta doshas, I've worked with a good chunk of my clients and myself. I understand this dosha through and through. I get the hardship and I understand again, that's why I said I live in the gray. Like I, I see both sides of the coin here. I understand that you like some of this, but you also need some of the softness and how do you meet in the middle? I get it. I get it. So my challenge for you this week, um, I'm going to throw out a challenge is where in your life can you soften? You know, even no matter what, no matter your dosha, where can you soften? Where can you find a little, a little rest this week that you might not normally have taken? All right. Well, thank you all so much and go out there and spread your peaceful power.